What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. This is week four of our A Woman Who Doesn't Quit Bible Study. Welcome to our online Bible study. Forgive me for being just a tad bit late. I wanted to do this in my car, but I am in my garage. (laughs) Of course, there's people in my house. So, um... We're going to give everybody some an opportunity, some time, opportunity to get on our live on Facebook, and we are going to open up and get ready for a week before. I hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving holiday, time with family and friends. We are going to dig into this week and not, you know, be long. Um. I miss you guys. I miss this study. I miss, uh, but I needed, I needed some rest. Is that okay? And that's in our week, our week that we just did. The last day, last five was about rest. And so it was just awesome. <laughs> Rate your success with allowing yourself enough breaks and rest. And so I allowed myself the time to get some rest. Okay. So we are going to get started. I am going to pray. If you don't mind, I am going to turn the camera around. I don't like the camera on me while I'm praying. I just want to um, go before God, and then I want to um, come on in and do the Bible study. If you are on, thank you. Welcome. Great. And if you are coming on later, you can always get the recording, and you can always look at it online. Father God, we just want to thank you. Thank you for this day and opportunity and opportunity to come before you once again in Bible study. Lord God, I thank you for this Bible study, how it is tremendously transforming me, mind, body, and spirit, and just making me think about some things that you need to do in my life to realize that you have great things in front of me so that I don't quit. And so I thank you for this Bible study. Thank you for every person that is coming on, either now or later, sometime in the night, that it would be able to be a blessing to them, that it would turn their life around and let them know that you, too, have significant and amazing things for them. And so we just ask you today to just cover this Bible study, bless us and give us revelation like never before, that we would be able to just understand, take your principles and practical um, tangible lessons that you have in this book and be able to apply them to us. And precious name we pray. Amen. You're looking at my hubby's workbench. <laughs> so we are here for week four of A Woman Who Doesn't Quit. We took off last week for Thanksgiving, so hopefully you are back with us. 
and having an amazing time in his birthday. So let me read you the beginning as we always do. Before we go into the Bible study, it's by Nicole Suarez. I think this is a wonderful study. I think it's well written. I think it's easy to apply, and I think it's easy to go through and gives you some things to think about in such a different way. And this week was powerful for me. So, introduction, as we read every week. Is there something you are ready to quit? Is there someone you want to give up with? Every now and then, I'll get an ounce of determination and start to dream the dreams and sounds and the gifts that God has given me with all my might. But it seems once I get going, something is always trying to stop. And I often quit before I, I realize I quit. But then I've discovered this woman in the Bible group, and she taught me so much more than, by, than a Bible story. Through her life, I have covered five life-giving habits to help me persevere when things get hard, complicated, and messy. These habits do more than just motivate me. They help me fight resistance when it rises. They taught me to pursue discipline instead of desire as I determine my daily direction. And that is by Nicole. And that's just in the preface of the book, Introduction. I read it every week because I think it's important. So let's just uh, recap our habits. Week one, our habit was becoming a woman who doesn't quit, right? And then our week two, is the habit of the accept the assignment of refinement. And then week three is this is our week that we missed last week, so we're just gonna recap a little bit. So our habit number two is follow through despite how she feels. Our quote was remember that guy who gave up, neither does anyone else. And we were to read through chapter 2, verses 4 through 13. And I'm just going to do a recap a little bit with this, and then we're going to go into our week. So my favorite day in this particular week that we missed was day two. And I wanted to just talk about it because it was pivotal in everything. So our quick quitting verse was, do not despise these small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work he did. So I just want to ask a couple questions that we can think about it. You can write them down for a moment. If you have the book, you can tell this book I had just scribbled and went at it. I love it. So what is a little commitment you often don't feel like doing? And I'll be honest, it is my prayer time early in the morning. And the reason why is because I am not a prayer. Um, I, I struggle with this, and this is me being very honest. I'm an intercessor. And it's one of the greatest things the enemy fights me about because when I pray, I often cry and I travail. And often it wears me out. And so I really have to, uh, I want to do more prayer. I want to do more prayer, but sometimes. I struggle in that area because I wanted to skip 10 minutes and I have to discipline myself to that, but usually I pray in such a different way that it just works me out. My day is just just different. That's my story. 
what do you think? Why do you think it's easier for us to follow through with our big commitments rather than our small commitments? And this piece, no one sees the small stuff. They only see the big things, right? We've got all of these big commitments that we can show up for, but the small stuff, and, and she gives this example. The small stuff is like like the prayer time or like the gym or like, you know, um, I was convicted in this area. You know, the small stuff, measuring my feet. That's a small thing. That's the small thing because we're faithful in it. Don't despise small beginnings. And it's not just those areas of ministry. It's those areas where it's God can trust you with the small things. He can trust you with the bigger List three details the servant workers use to describe Ruth in verses six. Young, Moabite, uh, who returned with Naomi. And this was key here. List three words someone was used to describe you. I put creative, joyous, the woman of God. Ruth didn't have to ask. It was her right. This practice was established earlier in the Israelite history. But this shows us something else about her character. And we're on page 75, just in case you're following along. Ruth just kept bending over and picking up what was in front of her, the big pieces of wheat and the little pieces of wheat. She didn't care what it looked like. Each step was a step of provision. And this became a process to reach the promise God would have for her. It was her small beginning that would one day lead to something and when I went back over this story, when we write it in the Bible, and it talked about this the week and how she went ahead and she didn't quit, it says in the next um, paragraph, she would learn to be faithful here to God so God could take her there. The quit quitting verse is a perfect reminder for us to process in, of this process in our lives. And I thought about this week, and I thought that even though they were in a a difficult situation because they lost their husband, they only had um, her children, which was Ruth and uh, Orpah's husband. They didn't have anything. But here they're going out during the harvest time, and it was the custom to leave um, extra wheat, did not pick up all the wheat because it was the custom for a widow and, and um, people that didn't have a lot to be able to go through and go and so I love how God shows us this provision in this story, right? So for me, it shows this provision is if you're going through a circumstance where you're saying God sets up an order, um, and sometimes you may not see it, that there's already an order in place for provisions to be there for us. And sometimes we um, scurry around. Sometimes we're worrying. I gave this testimony to my sister today, and I explained to her that there's so many times, and I told her just recently I had to repent. I had to repent for the worry that I had in my life. Because when you go through different things and different circumstances, sometimes you're worrying and you put undue stress on the body. And because of that undue stress and not trusting God, when I say this, then you have this uh, opportunity that you could allow sickness because you're stressing and you're not trusting God. And so we take our bodies in this multiple times. You can think back over your life where you're um, going through a different, different circumstance. Today was an interesting day, if I can just digress for a second, because I went back in my life in different places that I live in. And today was the day that I just had this like, flashback of some places that I've been 
um, in my houses that I grew up in and something that I'm believing God for. But when I thought that to those places, all of those times, not knowing any better, it was just my growing and maturing in God. But there were some times that I really stressed because I didn't know how we were going to make it or do some things that were really, really tight. And so I share with her today that I had to repent just even recently for a time where I just went through a lot of stress. And it wasn't that I didn't trust him. It just was a difficult time. So when we think about that, God always has provision for us. What's the word? Uh, providence is the word that the Lord gave me. It's his so I love at, at the bottom of page 75, and this is a practice that we can do. It says, fill in the blank for the verse below, putting your name at the beginning. And it sounds like this. Rhonda, do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Or you could say, Rhonda, do not despise the small beginnings, for the, uh, I wanted to say Yahweh, for Yahweh rejoices to see the work begin. And that's Zechariah 4 and 10. So this is my favorite week, my favorite day of the week that we just did. And of course, we took our day off, so I just wanted to go back over that. Uh, page 76, what is something you feel like is a small beginning for you? Well, I put prayer call. Any, even this Bible study online is a small beginning because uh, I stepped out, I did it online, and want to go ahead and do it regardless of the numbers and um, just being faithful to it. And then I also put uh, my husband's maintenance ministry because when it started out, and, and that's because him and I worked it together and he, uh, you know, we talked back and forth about his ideas and things. And just as you know this, the maintenance ministry, if you ever hear pastors, I've thought back to many of the free words I listened to and how everyone says that the maintenance and cleaning the church is one of the most grueling jobs. You know, when someone asks you, did you get started? And I believe Nicole said this in her um, testimony in this book where she said when she first started out with Proverbs 31, people didn't realize that it wasn't just speaking to women in the beginning. It wasn't doing all of these uh, Bible studies. It was literally taking out the trash and cleaning up and cleaning toilets and things like that, the small beginnings. And so we take for granted that the Lord wants to see if you can be faithful in those things before he makes you, um, gives you more responsibility. you got to be faithful in that. Sometimes it's grimy, it's dirty, it's pretty, and it's unappreciative, and a whole bunch of other things that come along with it. So I want to close up with our, um, not close up, but just our last week, just a recap. I have one more thing. How can having the right perspective on following through with big and small things help you in your steps towards not quitting your assignment? And then I said, now that I see it as a reminder that God cares about the small things, I am eager to do this more. And it's just for me like a, uh, a, an alarm in my mind that just says, you got to remember that God wants to make sure that you're faithful. And sometimes... Okay, it is a prayer ministry. It is the maintenance ministry. But when I looked at this past week and thought about some of the areas that she talked about, it made me think about those small things. Be faithful over those small areas. And that's at a.m., the leftovers, the roots, provision, and just to stop complaining. Amen? All right, so we're going to move on. We are at week four. 
and we are at habit number three. Habit number three. So we have three habits already. We have um, accepting the assignment of refinement. We have a woman who keeps on going despite how she feels. That's habit number two. And we are at habit number three. And that is to the movement, open to the movement of God. So our quote for this week is, whatever course you decide upon, there's always someone who tells you that you are wrong. Amen. There, <laughs> there are always difficulties arising which tempt you to believe that your critics are right to map out a course of action and follow it and, to, and end the required courage. And it's Ralph Waldo Emerson. And we were to read uh, Ruth chapter 2, verses 15 through 23. And that's page 87. So you can take that quote. We'll put it up in the group on Facebook because tomorrow is day one. Well, today is day one. But I usually do day one the next day. Okay. So let's get going with this. I want to just go to day one, which is on page 90, and I know we'll do that. You've probably already done it today, but I want to, before we do our little exercise this week, um, I want to just focus on this scripture because one of my favorite scriptures is uh, the quick quitting verse, draw near to God and he will draw near to you in his name, four and eight. This is one of my um, favorite scriptures because I always think about prayer. I think about relationship with God, and I think about when draw not just King James version says, "Draw nigh to God, and He'll draw nigh to you." I always think about our relationship and how we promote and talk about our mandate with simply pray, this simply pray ministry, and that every time you take an opportunity to get close to God, He gets close to you. And if I can just give you a, a testimony, something that well, this always happens, but I love when God shows up in such a mighty way. Sometimes I am, you know, thinking about a conversation that I need to have and being so delicate and sensitive as to how I'm going to have it and making sure that I have it the right way. And so this week I'm talking and praying and just talking to God and talking to God all day. Before I got on the spirit call, um, the person that I need to talk to asked me and just started, had a conversation with me and it opened up the door. And I literally said to them before I started to talk, I said, I love the Holy Spirit because he always just knows. He knows and he opens up the doors sometimes where I don't even have to do it. He knows that it needs to be done. So sometimes he prompts the person before I can even get it out. And so I say that to say that when you draw nigh to God, you draw nigh to you. And so I draw nigh to him and I go to him. And that was um, our week, our day five in our last week that we did, our day five, where it was like rest. And where it's that opportunity to just talk to God, and, uh, not rest, casting your cares. Casting your cares and giving it over to God. And so that he draws nigh to you. And so that very thing that you're concerned about, he just brings it right back around to you. So I just wanted to just focus on this is day one, and Nikki's going to talk about habit, habit number three, she's open to the movement of God, 
maybe you've done it already, maybe you have it, but we'll talk about it tomorrow. And I just want to give you time on your time to just go through it. So let's just recap. And we're going to page 88. Hopefully you look at the videos. Um, if you're online, you're on our group on the phone. There are six videos, and each week it gives like a little bit of nuggets that Nikki goes over. And we put it up in the Facebook group, and they're just great nuggets to talk about. And so today, uh, we do like these questions at the end. And so we're going to play a little round of would you rather. And here's some questions that we're going to ask. And I'm here by myself. I know I think someone's on the line and we're online on Facebook Live. But you can do these at your own time and just come in and comment, you know, however you want to do it. But would you rather go to a beach or the mountains? I say beach because it's my favorite thing. Would you rather live in the city or the country? Country. Would you rather eat Mexican or Italian? Italian. <laughs> what is an unexpected gift you have received that you will never forget? Uh, let's go back to it. Um, I might have forgotten it. I've got so many gifts, I gotta, I gotta go at it. Share something you discovered in last week's personal study time. So, last week uh, was just awesome. One of my favorite things, and we sent it out to uh, our ministry group. But one of our favorite things was humble yourself, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. And that was page 77. It was day three. I struggled between day two and day three because they both were really, really good. But I want to read you this on page 79. This is something that I got out. Hey, Faith. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, hopefully you guys can hear me. This is my heater and fans and everything. Um, but this is something that we send out to our ministry group because day number three was life-changing because it was humble yourself. And just a lot of things that you would, that would make you think, hey, I suppose I'm going to just punch your bag. <laughs> you see what's going on. <laughs> um. So page 79, this is one of the things for ministry that Kyle and I talked about this. And so this is what I'm saying about Bible study, that uh, we were just sitting there just talking about, man, this is going to go good. So I want to read this to you because we sent it out to our team. There are still many assignments I do without my name attached. Wait, that wasn't it. Um, but this is good, too. Attached or without recognition. In fact, one of the things I love about our Proverbs 31 ministry team is we have a trash location at our office. That's right. Everyone on our local staff takes turns taking out the trash. Right now, we also are in the midst of a prayer and fasting. Every person on our team is taking a day to pray and fast for the ministry and for each other. I want to find that. Um, here we go. This is what we send out to the ministry. Favor follows those who 
follow through despite how they feel. Honor follows those who allow humility to shape them. And for those who do not give up, they will see the faithfulness of God. That was not what we sent down to the But that was uh, something that we wanted to read to you too. I didn't see the one that I sent out to the group. But we will find it and we will proceed. But that was one of the great things of that week's day trip. Hey, no problem. Yes, Monday. <laughs> Monday. We just took last week off because it's a great No problem. So we're just asking some questions. I asked um, you guys to leave some comments. Um. It was share something you discovered in last week's personal study time. And then this is would you rather, a little like game or playing. Are you a planner or do you just, or do you like to just go where the wind blows each day? I'm kind of both. I need those reminders. <laughs> I'm a planner and sometimes I, I love spontaneity. Okay, so. You guys can go back in the group and watch the video from next week. And then give an example of a time you weren't sure what God was doing, but ultimately experienced his faithfulness through the situation. Uh, that is often. That is often. Give an example where you weren't sure what God was doing, but ultimately experienced his faithfulness through. I will say, um, I am in prayer uh, about my kids a lot. I share it a lot. Um, it's just my it's, it's just my thing, and I've expressed to them not only am I uh, in prayer for them. Uh, you need to remind us too. One of the things that I feel is my responsibility is because we have a lot of kids that come to here. They're adults, but I think they're 20 years older. I have this other responsibility to pray for every kid that walks over that person. Um, so one of the things is recently is that the Lord opened up the opportunity. Of course, my son is um, still in school last year, but um, I'm going to author for him, all of them. But um, particularly this year, just with some different things and transitioning and into senior year, and uh, the Lord opened up an opportunity for him to um, coach at a Christian school. And for me, um, where it says that I didn't know, I wasn't sure about it. I remember when he was in the 12th grade of high school and how I wanted, like I cried because I saw all these scholarships were going to come in and I thought, you know, he's going to have an opportunity. I remember taking him to uh, Georgetown University to get him that he wanted to go to, and I took him there in, I believe, junior year or maybe in sophomore year of high school and said, I'm coming here so that you can see it, so that you can work towards it, and that didn't happen, and I questioned God because I said, uh, where are we go? where are we going, and what I see ultimately is his plan was just different for him, and even though he didn't get an opportunity to play basketball in college, uh, what I did see is that same connection that he had to play basketball, he is now able to coach kids and take that and, and at a Christian school and give back 
those kids. So I call it one of these divine assignments. I remember when he told me and he texted me, I was like, God, you are so faithful that, you know, we didn't even see that. And so I'm grateful for that. For that. So that's one of the testimonies of his faithfulness to me because I'm, I feel like that's a setup. When you're at a school and, and you're, um, I told him he's going to have to come up higher because he's going to have to encourage these kids and pray for them and all that good stuff. And so to me, I love how God did that. Is it difficult for you not to compare your relationship with God to others? Why or why not? I used to <laughs> have this problem where I compared my relationship. I wanted to pray, and and um, I would see God opening up doors for certain people, and I'm so over that now. I mean, that took some maturity and just relationship with God and how he, we connect with each other and how he works it out that I just know he has something awesome for me. I'll make sure that I send you maybe some reminders. I thought you knew. <laughs> uh, two more questions. What are some things that have distracted you from experiencing the movement of God in your life? My faith walk. Because sometimes we have a little bit of faith and sometimes we have a whole lot of faith. It just depends on, you know, what we're dealing with. Who is someone who helps you see a different perspective in your situation? Always different people. I think God people right along right when you make that. So uh, today my sister gave me some encouraging words. Um, there's always, you guys always just encouraging me. So I think right when you need that encouraging word, God sends you um, someone that helps you with your perspective. So that is our week four. And um, I wanted to give you our quick, our quick quitting strategy for the week prior to. I have to sneak, forgive me. Um, questions we need to ask. When has your feelings convinced you to quit? I've, I, I put this when I'm frustrated, when I don't see things, when I don't see success, when I don't see things moving, constant momentum. Uh, sometimes I get frustrated and then I want to quit. What burdens do you feel like you truly cannot give to God? And I don't have any. We're on page 85 if you guys want to follow along. I give everything to God, and I had to learn that. Give everything to God in prayer. That's what the word says, cast all your care to God. And so um, some people don't think that they can take weight loss. Can we talk about that to God? Some people think that they can't take um you know, I had this to eat, or God, I had this desire to do this, or um, God, I struggle with pornography. I can't take pornography to God, or um, if I could be transparent, some people, you know, struggle with masturbation. I can't take masturbation to God. I mean, there's so many things, and that's on a, a bigger level, but whatever it is, I take it. If I feel like I'm struggling with it, uh, and I talk about it, by my friends out sometimes and Ben's watching on Netflix. I had to take that to God. God help me with that. <laughs> and so whatever it is, I cast all my cares on him. I have everything to him. All right, let's go down to the you. Understanding the word. Write a summary of Ruth's story so far. What part of her story have you enjoyed? I put her motivation to go get the harvest and her commitment. You know my favorite part were her words to Naomi. 
and I want to go back to it because this is one of my favorite parts. I wrote it, bubbled it, and everything. Page 45, when she says this, Ruth. I mean, Naomi. But Ruth replied, do not persuade me to leave or go back and not follow you for wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will do. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May Yahweh punish me and do so so severely if anything but death separates you and me. That is such commitment. Um, and when she said that to Naomi, that's a keeper for me. All right, our eyes. We're back on page 85. Into the comments. Which of the quit quitting verses has spoken to you the most? this week, and I put day two, Zacharias 4 and 10, and then our key, turn something around. Do you tend to pay attention more to the commands of your brain or the feelings of your heart? Finding a balance for both is important. Write down one practical step you can take in order to keep both in check. And I put the feelings of my heart. I'm more of a feeling person. And then I just put check my heart, pray about my heart, note my feelings, get to the root of what's troubling me, and then I just put a notebook. What do you guys think about that? Do you have some, do you usually go with your brain or the feelings of your heart? Comment. Are you ladies with me? Holla if you're with me. I'm going to pull up the page. Both. Good answer, Stacey. Sometimes it's the brain, but I usually like I I I I go with this my feelings. I say my heart because my spirit is just like I'm so good about that. All of it. <laughs> I always say it's just the instinct, my instinct. My instinct, but sometimes I'm off, and my feelings are off, and so I have to check it. And uh, we had a conversation about this today. What's truly in my heart, and then get to the root of the problem. And sometimes I gotta really go back to the root of it. So we are pretty much um, done. We are going to remember this is week four, but it's habit number three. And it's on page 87, and you may be past that, but we are here. And so tomorrow we'll put up, the, um, you know, verse number one, and we'll get back to putting up our verses again. And then we'll have two more weeks. I already scheduled the calls on our Simply Pray uh, phone line. But I want to just go over the habits, the assignment of refinement, doing what she feels even when she 
hold on, I'm going to get it right. Despite how she feels is habit number two. And then habit number three is stays open to the movement of God. And so hopefully we look at this week and hopefully um, you all are just getting something that I hope that you are able to take away that you're not quitting. And so we talked about, am I leaving? Did I leave you guys? There we go. Okay. It is all. Um, we talked about last week some things that um, the enemy is so cunning and always just throwing destructions in our face. <laughs> and I see it multiple times. I have multiple projects going on. And um, one of the things that is talked about in day five of the last week that we missed was that rest. And if I can just talk about that for a second, because someone mentioned it again today, and it's one of the commandments, the Sabbath, the Sabbath, and we just keep on going and going and going, and sometimes we don't turn it off. And so for me, last week was a, a Sabbath, you know, because it was a holiday. Saturday, taking the day off, but I didn't take it off. I just didn't pray because I worked. But consciously taking that time off, and Angela would call it self-care, um, and I'm really trying to think about this more because my self-care looks like walking. My self-care looks like just watching TV. But can I get to eat? Can I do some different things and really just turn everything off and give God my day? Because even Jesus did six days, and not Jesus, God, Jesus wasn't there yet. Um, but even God took six days, you know, on the seventh day, he rested. And so um, that was one of the things she talked about in our next, about that rest, taking that time to rest. Because one of the things that I noticed is I feel overwhelmed sometimes when I keep on going. And so instead of going, I want to quit, and I should have quit before. And when I say that, my quitting should have been that rest time. And instead of taking a rest, I keep on going. And so then I want to quit when I shouldn't quit because I need to take a rest break. I need to stop break. You know when you're running a marathon and every so many miles or whatever or whatever the, the rest points are, there's water there. There's the water there, the person's there. And they come along and they give you that water. And usually when you're drinking, you take that couple of seconds to drink and replenish. And I believe you need that. And so I'm going to take that away from that too to keep on going. And just to realize that the small things that God has given me, sometimes we complain about them. Man, me and my sister had a good conversation uh, today. But we were just talking about some of the things that we take for granted. And... Um, when we look at the small things that God has given us to steward over, uh, we will realize that we're, we need to be faithful over the small things so that um, we can entrust us more. So we are at uh, page 87, and we have five days. We might have already started, but we're going to keep going. If we will be back here next week, at the same time, 8.30 next week is our habit number four. She gives others what she needs. And you just can't beat the person, won't give up, and that's basically. And so we're still on page 87, and then we're going to go through and we'll meet back here next week. If you go forward, keep on going. 
leave any comments. Forgive us that we've been quiet, but we've been um, working a lot because the Lord opened up an overtime opportunity, so we thank God for that. Um, so forgive us when we'll be back uh, more active uh, in the group. So we thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully you're enjoying the Bible study and getting something out of it. Leave us some hearts if you are. And um, don't forget, Ruth, have it marked. It's a small chapter. And go through it and see what God has to say to you about it. There's some good stuff in Ruth. And we are going to, good night, <laughs> tonight. We are going to pray. And then um, then I'm going to go to bed. And, and then I'll say good night. <laughs> I'm going to put the camera around because I don't want the camera on me. I just want to pray. Amen. All right. Forgive me because I'm in Al's work seat. This is his garage area. <laughs> God, we just want to thank you, Lord God, for just another opportunity to come before you one more time. Thank you for just letting us pour out and getting some words in us and getting us getting um, some revelation and some um, things that you think about that you gave to Nikki to give to us. So we just want to thank you, Lord God, that um, your words is all nice you and, and you're drawn nice to us. And so that's what we desire to do. That's the first day. God, that we desire to just get close to you more, Lord God, so that you can speak to us. God, speak to us in every place that we are, in every broken place that we are experiencing right now. Maybe we're not experiencing broken places, but I am sure that we are all going through just something where we need the more of you. And so, God, I just ask you to just fill us up today, fill our cups up, Lord God, and let us just get filled with more of you, Lord God. Let us rest, Lord God, full and abide in everything you, Lord God. Give us truth so that we can go out, Lord God, and divide your word, Lord God, to help others come along our way, Lord God. Thank you for this Bible study that gives us um, practical ways that we can look at and have it where we don't quit, where we can keep on going. And the example is how she wasn't um, haughty or she didn't act like she needed a title, that you gave her provision and she went to go get the wheat and that was opening up the door for her to get in the place of Boaz and to get in the bloodline of Jesus. So we have no idea. That was even my prayer this morning. We have no idea what places you're going to take us to, to take us to new places, but we just trust you and we thank you for the provision that word, providence, Lord God, and so we thank you for the provision that you're opening up over our lives, thank you for this Bible study, thank you for each person that come on, we hope that they had a great Thanksgiving and as we get ready to venture into um, the Christmas season, that you will bless us, not about all the gifts and all of that stuff that we truly get our minds on you. And so we so thank you for this Bible study and that we will come before you and meet again next week at eight thirty. And we ask you to bless it. Bless bless our sweet night that we may sleep and have great ways comfort. And we just thank you for all things that you can right. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much ladies for joining us. Um Angela has gone. She said good night. <laughs> um thanks Stacey and whoever is on the line, and we'll be back next week at 8.30 p.m. You guys have an awesome night. Don't forget the study Bible for Women by Holman. Um, 
to get this great, great Bible. We're going through this along with the Bible study. And so uh, have a good night, and until we meet again, goodbye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.